This is To The Point. A Rhino experience. Voted one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. Well, I want to say um, congratulations on the journey because the journey is part of the is part of the I'll call it fun because you're learning all the things. And without the journey, I think you don't appreciate the things that you're where, you, where you've gotten to. And and I, I can't necessarily relate to being a hundred million dollar company, but we've had some significant growth here. So we um, I've hit the different, you know, the five million, the 10 million, the 15 million. Like I hit the different marks along the way and felt the different things and the pain points and the peaks and the valleys and the staffing and and I learned that you can you you know when you're kind of at the top you are like the biggest firefighter in the group because all the worst stuff gets filtered down to you so as you figure things out but I learned that it's all in how you handle it um don't you know don't lose integrity um do what you say you're going to do and I just had this reputation over revenue mentality and and I say that because um, I believe Morris Jenkins has a phenomenal reputation and to be in the same market this long to have that kind of growth. And I'm certain you guys probably have a ridiculous number of memberships. Um, and it is, it's so incredibly difficult to, to do if you didn't do it right and you didn't do it good and you didn't focus on customer service and grow all these things. Do you, so I'm always curious in this situation because in my opinion, you're the clear outlier in that entire market, like without question. Um, what is it that makes... Like, what is it that really is setting more students apart from everybody else? Because you can have a great customer service and be a small, a small company too, right? Like I would say you have to really focus on that when you're small because you need to be building that customer base. But like, what was it that really set this stuff apart as you started like growing, as this business started growing? What made more students different than everybody else is doing the exact same thing? No. Great question. And I'll answer that. But yeah, you know, it's there again. I just want to, you know, give credit where credit's due. Uh, Dewey Jenkins truly built an organization to last, not just a, a fast rising meteor. And and he did that by assembling a team. Right. And so these last number of years, my challenges have been about uh, really being a student of leadership, but how to build teams. I've, I've relied a lot on, on the very great Patrick Lanchoni to help us understand that five dysfunctions of a team, understanding trust and accountability and, um, you know, commitment and fear of conflict and all those things. And uh, we, we have a phenomenal team of people that are all largely disciples, apostles of, of Dewey Jenkins and the things that he spent all of his time going to the outside world uh, or even the inside world, being a part of some great ACCA mixed groups, uh, always taking us to the right place to, to, to mingle with the folks that mattered and the, and the thought leaders. So, yeah, credit to Dewey Jenkins. Uh, I, I'm the steward here, just you know, kind of keeping us moving forward and you know, not letting the place burn down. And I think <laughs> I'm doing okay at that. But uh, I, I want to give credit where credit's due. Um, but to answer your question, uh, part of that was uh, Mr. Jenkins kind of testing us as to w- what are the things that our customers put up with. Like they, they just put up with, they don't necessarily complain about it, but they just put up with, uh, or said another way, what is it that our competition, uh, cannot do, uh, is not willing to do, 
uh, doesn't have the resources to do uh, that we could do. And so that's that's sort of a big thought, um, but it, it's kind of in line with uh, sort of a blue ocean strategy. Uh, blue ocean strategy, you know, find the waters that aren't blood red, churned over. And so, circa two thousand eight, two thousand nine, one of the things that are with, uh, and I think everybody listening to this in the home services, especially on the operations side, could identify with, was, you know, air conditioners still break at night. Uh, air conditioners still break on the weekend. And the last thing that we're going to want to do with our robust, rich culture is just run people to death. But we were doing it. And so is everybody that is listening to this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what we did was establish uh, an evening shift. And the evening shift has now turned into multiple shifts. I mean, we have uh, three shifts uh, throughout the day. And so we we made a new brand promise at that. We're here till midnight and we have the answer. But, you know, the team run until midnight, it wasn't onesie twosie. It was like a fully, fully loaded, built out team of technicians, a whole armada fleet that would come on like at one, two o'clock in the afternoon and run to midnight. And, you know, dang it, if you wanted a club membership maintenance visit at nine o'clock at night, yep, we're going to do that. So that, <laughs> that was a strategy. Uh, the second piece of that was uh, we're here till midnight, seven days a week at no extra charge. So we charge nothing extra for coming out to your house at 11 o'clock at night. We charge nothing extra for Saturday or Sunday. We were open seven days a week, 365. Now we have holidays and we have a little thinner staff on holidays, but you know, things break down. We had a a Christmas Eve here was eight degrees. Uh, That's not normal in Charlotte, North Carolina. We are in the South. Um, So we had water pipes bursting and things going crazy on Christmas Eve of all, of all night. So uh, where our competitors were, uh, you know, tucked into their beds, waiting on Santa to come down the chimney. Uh, we, we, we were out trying to save the day for a lot of folks, but we had been built for many, many years for that. So that was something that, that sounds real easy to do, but how many people can actually pull that off? A schedule that's not going to beat down the technicians. It's actually, uh, we have technicians aspiring to run those later shifts. We pay those guys, guys and gals more and, um, it's, it's volunteer. Um, so that was a, an immense, winning move for us that still to this day i have no competitor that's really uh, able to or willing to actually pull that sucker off because it is behind the curtain where nobody sees there it's it's a messy bloody process to try to build that correctly uh, even the great partners that we have in the wrench group that's still a hard thing to pull off as large as they are so it was a commitment to uh, making it easier for our customers to do business with us, which is that saying right there is the top of our flywheel. Uh, it is our core purpose, uh, and it's what drives us to constantly be testing everything that we do through the lens of the customer, uh, judging it, grading it, uh, breaking it down to a molecular level, and then trying to figure out a way to make it even easier. So, so can I ask you a quick question on that? Um, be, because I, I want to just take a step back to the, the you know, 24-7, 365 thing. Um, <clears throat> how, I mean, did you guys experience burnout like with some of these people? And you had to like figure that out, how to make it, like how to bring longevity to that, to continue to do it. Because I can see how that whole, I mean, and maybe not so much early or, you know, later, but but more today where maybe some of the people are a little bit raised a little bit different than say you and I, like if you could pick up what I'm putting down there, like are you finding 
are you finding that there was like a burnout period that was happening that you had to learn how to overcome to, to sustain that uh, 24-7, 365 service? Yeah, that's a no, that's a great question, and uh, my, my screen is frozen up. So uh, if I'm frozen, I'm sorry. Um, you are, but you can see me, right? I can see you, so that's all that matters. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. At least your frozen screen is looking straight at me. You can see it. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, no, we didn't. I remember at the time uh, our thought process was to uh, try to get us back to where we had. Uh, like 32 technicians. I remember that was a magic number well over a decade ago. If we can get to 32 technicians, we can pull off this schedule uh, that's going to make it work for us to have some semblance of an evening shift. Uh, today, we're, we're pushing 190 technicians. Um, and so there, there was never burnout that was built into that because we were never going to start that unless we had a group willing and able and volunteering to, to run this evening shift. Remember, it's a shift that allows them to sleep in or to get up and make breakfast for their family, take their kids to school, start their day on their own time. They don't have to show up to the first call until lunch or after. Uh, in fact, in the in the throes of the summer, in our busiest season, I mean, we'll, we'll even push that back and have them coming on like two or three o'clock because we know they're going to run really late. Right. Uh, so this is, this is by volunteer raise the hand saying, Hey man, I want to do that. We don't let just anybody run evening shift. Uh, the, these are typically our most experienced technicians. Remember, you know, nine, 10 o'clock at night, the vendors are closed. Uh, your support is going to be uh, a little bit less, but Marsh Jenkins is open till midnight. I mean, the building is open. The contact center is open. E-support is open. The warehouse is opening. Our, our parts house is open. Uh, dispatch is open. Uh, so if we were going to do it, we were going to do it throughout the entire organization. And uh, it was going to be a massive endeavor to pull that off. But, you know, we got to this magic number that we thought was the magic number. Turned out it was still a little thin, but we made sure that we, we were adding as much staffing to that as possible so that it was no burnout. So yeah, these are not technicians that are, it, it's not a schedule baked in and built to work 60, 70 hours a week. Uh, e even in the throes of the summer or evening shift, I mean, maybe, maybe they work 44, 45 hours, like on a really busy week. Okay. I mean, we're, we're just not, we're not dogging on them. They, and it's, it's workforce. You know what? Um, I want you to hopefully validate this I've been saying for a long time. And I, I mean, how you and I've never run into each other in any of these best practice groups or whatever. I don't know, um, especially all these years. But one thing I've always tried to I've tried to tell um, so many is that and I say when I'm giving presentations is um, since I've been doing digital marketing specifically for 15 years for HVAC plumbing electrical. Um, you learned a few things about when and when customers come in at what cost, like all these things. When's um, peak times? When can I get them? Basically, everything I had to do is figure out how do I bring in the most amount of leads to the least amount of money. That was basically like the hypothesis of what I had to do or the thesis of what I had to do. Um, but one thing I was always convicted with was when we when we do the, our job of doing digital marketing, we also have a team in here listening to every single call that comes through. So that way we could classify hear how the CSRs are handling the leads. What was the lead type? Was it a new customer? Like all the things we need to know to know if it's actually working. So during that process, what we learned, what we were learning early on, say like early to 2010, 2011 was we're listening to all these calls and we noticed that 
the contractors that were still taking the calls themselves, like actually answering the phones, say from five to nine, five to eight, five to 9 p.m., we were noticing higher conversion rates and higher tickets because even though maybe you guys kept your price points the same, a lot of people have increased spin or increased increased costs or whatever. So you're seeing higher conversion rates, higher average tickets, like all the things going up. But they're the but the way most we're looking at it is I'm not paying that after hours person to answer the phone. I'll use this answering service. And the answering service, while you might find one, they're still just finding the least shittiest option is the one that you have to go with because yeah. somebody's not gotten it figured out. So what I did, Jonathan, you'll appreciate this, was I try to be a problem solver. So I thought, these answering services suck. We're both spending time and money trying to pull in these leads for them to get butchered between five to nine or five to 10. I'm going to start my own. I'm going to start my own answering service. I'm going to figure it out because I have people listening to phone calls and certainly they can take phone calls or like, um, and try to answer them themselves. And, and we did it for say two years ish, a little over two years. And, um, I'll tell you this, it was, uh, incredibly successful, incredibly, it's incredibly right. successful for the contractor. I yeah. lost, about, I lost about a quarter million dollars trying to figure it out over that time. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so whoever figures that game out is going to hit a gold mine at some point in time, as long as they speak uh, English and they make and the accents match the market that you're in. Uh, but but that the but that, that but that that's the problem. That's the problem because when you call Morris Jenkins, at, I mean, we we just have a unique culture. We display our culture in all of our marketing, our advertising. Uh, I'm not saying we're better than anybody, but we are unique in our space at what we do. Uh, we're we cut against the grain of norm. Uh, we're a big believer in uh, uh, that entertainment is the currency, uh, that your public who is uh, has no time to hear your uh, elevator pitch, your sales pitch, your benefits and values pitch. So we, we entertain a lot. It's about branding mostly here. Uh, but, you know, and there are employees in our ads. If you spend time on our YouTube channel or anywhere watching our ads, uh, and I'd invite you to do that, uh, those are our real <laughs> employees. And so they get a sense of that. And a lot of companies then have the dysfunction, right? Uh, or the personality disorder is what I should say, of when they call in and it's an answering service. So it's somebody that's not a part of that culture. It's just being hired to answer the call. But yeah, yeah 10, 11, midnight. Uh, you're talking to a live Marsh Jenkins person in our building. Uh, and uh, even if they're remote, which, you know, through COVID, we did a lot more of and continue to do for folks that need it uh, in that capacity. Yeah, they're part of the system and they're going to talk like Marsh Jenkins, walk like Marsh Jenkins. It feels like you called Marsh Jenkins because you did call Marsh Jenkins. And so every call comes in, you get a live person. We're fanatic about it. I mean, we want that phone answered in five seconds. Uh, we have no IVR. We don't want push one, push two, push three. You're going to get a live person. And so, yeah, we have to staff that up, stock that up. And a lot of that, you know, if one of your questions is ever, you know, what what are small contractors worried about? It's the small thinking. You, they got to get past that. You got to make these investments to put that. If that's something you want to do to be different than everybody else, because we did it years ago and still mm -hmm. nobody else has done it to the, to the level that we've done it. It's been an absolute winning move among other winning moves that we've done that has allowed us to scale to, uh, you know, this year we're on target for $150 million in revenue top line uh, with absolutely one of the strongest uh, and most sound uh, income and balance sheets uh, and profit profitabilities uh, percentages that you'll find in the trade. So, but it, it's a little messy and it's a little bloody to start. Uh, you, you've, you've got to put, 
you got to put some ingenuity to it. You got to put some common sense to it. And you, yeah. you can't, you can't ask people to do more than, than average and, and time into it. So you've got to really start saying, Hey, I'm going to have a whole extension of my business. That's going to go out after hours, whatever those hours may be. Uh, and everybody's and everybody in our industry says, you know, I'm here 24 seven, you know, and, uh, no, you're not, no, you're not. And <laughs> so that, that's, what's allowed us uh, to gain, uh, we have some phenomenal competitors here in our town. I, I highly respect them. Um, but you know, I mean, our nearest competitor in this town is so far off in size and scope from us that our market share, nobody has a market share in a top 25 market as large as ours because of that hard work. Like we didn't get lucky, man. Yeah. We we had to, we had to figure out something to make it easier for the customer to do business with us. Back in like 1985, if our air conditioner broke down on a Sunday, uh, you know, <clears throat> mama would call the air conditioning company on Monday and you'd be lucky if you saw them by Thursday or Friday. That's just the way it was. I remember coming home uh, and uh, darn it, the air conditioner's out. It's hot in this house. And I just knew it was going to be hot in this house for multiple days. We don't do that. We don't do that at all. I mean, we, we were going to give you same day, sir. You could call us at, at, at five o'clock and we'll have a tech there by five 30. And if need be, we'll have an estimator comfort consultant there by six 30 and dang it. You know, if it's just the right job, we may install, we may start the installation at dark. Um, so we, we just do crazy, unique things that uh, most can't do or are unwilling to do. SmartAC.com, SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. You said two things that I want to talk about real quick, too. And by the way, I want to make sure I'm being uh, cognizant of your time, too, because I know we're like a little over an hour over, which I, which just that's how these things fly by when they're great conversations. Yeah, so yeah. as long as you don't have a hard stop, I'll ask a few more questions and then I'll wrap. But no, I, I, I don't. You, this is it for the day for you. So all right, cool. Um, Perfect. Yeah, cool. I want to hit on two things that you said, and one being, I just want to say thank you for saying um, the importance of this this call answering and the CSR rule, regardless of size of company. You are one hundred percent. If you're listening right now, regardless of size, you're one hundred percent in control of that. And. And in a lot of companies, even some of the large ones I work with, where you know I still notice that we need ongoing training because it's you know, there's there's a lot of turnover in that particular role with a lot of different organizations and, and the person answering the phones. But you can usually find a lot of money sitting in that role if you just focused on it a little bit, and and, and you don't just do it a, a training once and then let it ride for six to seven months. Like there's some consistency you have to do with that as well to, for them to hold each other accountable. Because I promise you, man, no matter how much money we're spending, no matter how good your brand is or isn't, especially if you're new and you've got no brand equity and you're trying to build a business and you're losing it because you let it go to voicemail or somebody answering the phone isn't professional. Um, you go up against a company like Morris Jenkins, you lose the business. There's no comparison in the level of service. So pay attention to that thing because it's, 100% in your control, 100%. And it's your responsibility if you are running the company or you own the business. So thank you for bringing that up. The second thing that you said that I think I've never heard anybody say before in any of these, in any of these 
And I am a massive believer in this. And I, um, you said the word entertainment. No one wants to have to call, right? And, 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 and great while you need to educate when the time is right, but you've got to get the attention first because that's the game that we're in is the attention game. And guess what? You got to make it entertaining. So I was just, I was just in um, Austin last, Oh, I flew. I, so Goodrich and I flew down to go meet with Roy and we were having this kind of a similar conversation, maybe like uh, I want to say it's in, in the course of the year. And Roy will actually agree with me on something, which rarely ever happens. Um, um, but I talk about ROI in the sense of return on influence, because that's the game that we're all, that you really, all the contractors are in is who can get the influence, who can get, you know, who can get the attention from the con from the customer first and entertainment is the best way to get it done because you need to grab their attention and get them to want to reach out to you. Then you got to do the work of converting it, right? Whether it be through same day service is obviously great because speed to service is a, is a massive call to action. And then, of course, if there's a financing offer or whatever you got to utilize, you know, if it's a value add, whatever it is, but you got to get their attention first. And so I've never heard anybody on the hundreds of episodes that we've done talk about entertainment. So thank yep. you for mentioning that. I really appreciate that. It's yep. a lot. No, no. Nobody wakes up thinking about home services. Nobody wakes up thinking about the plumbing, uh, the heat and air issue, the electrical issue. Uh, Roy did teach me that. So I'm going to throw credit back to to uh, the wizard himself, uh, who I highly respect. But yeah. I remember when he, when he said that, uh, I had to stop. I asked him to say it like two or three more times. And I took the time to write that down. I took the time to get back home and properly write that down, and it hangs right above uh, my workstation today. And that's specifically, uh, in fact, I, I brought it here with me, is entertainment is the only currency uh, with which you can purchase the time and attention from the public that is too busy to hear your values and benefit statements. So uh, amen to that. Uh because there is a tremendous amount of BS, really bad advertising in this world uh, that doesn't pass the so what, who cares test. And um, whether it's digital, uh, the space that you are an expert at, Chris, whether it's uh, mass media, uh, we, we play in it all, right? Um, we we want to make sure that we are providing that entertainment because you're going to remember us. And we've done it over the years with various campaigns. Uh, at certain times, we've uh, even been like Geico, where we've run complimentary campaigns. It's not always the little green Geico with the British accent, but sometimes it was also the caveman talking to us, right? So they had those running at dual times. So uh, Mr. Jenkins became a master student of marketing and advertising, uh, so much so that, you know, Roy Williams doesn't take a lot of clients, uh, but, you know, he we had the interest enough for him to take us on as personal clients. And I was lucky and fortunate to uh, spend every Friday for for years and years and years on the call with Roy. I know Ken Goodrich did the same thing. And we, we learned a tremendous amount about language and the psychology of that. Uh, the other thing I learned was, you know, win the heart, uh, win the heart. And the mind will follow. Roy Roy taught both Dewey and I that. It, if you do that, the mind will 
justify its own logic to follow the heart. So you can apply that to sales. You can apply that to advertising, marketing, when the heart and the mind, the engineered brain, mind, the logic that comes with that, it's going to make up some of that logic to follow it and say, yes, we're going to go. The heart wins every single time. So that was a great, great piece that I learned. And you can apply that digitally. Uh, you'll see it all over the videos that we do, the inserts we do, whether it's OTT, uh, over-the-air TV, radio, uh, limited amount of print, certainly in all of our digital tags, our billboards, you know, uh, down to, you know, I'd like to think, you know, our trucks and the image that we have going down the road. And then you hear that in the voice of our uh, absolute front door of our business, which is our contact center. And here's an interesting stat. We, we have more people electronically communicating with our front door than we do over voice. So we've now passed the threshold where our what we call here our e-support. Uh, we have more agents <clears throat> taking more interactions with e-support uh, via chat, via uh, text, uh, via email. Um, and it's interesting. You know, uh, I, I tend to be the introvert that I am. I, it doesn't mean that I don't like people, but I, I like to actually purchase things where I don't have to talk to people. You're probably the same way, Chris. And, okay. you know, whether it's booking an airline ticket or whatever you may be, I mean, um, and so it, there's a lot of other people like us. And uh, in that fast, high paced world, uh, that's w- been one of our <clears throat> winning moves is providing a strategy of actually having people till midnight to be able to. Boom, answer that really, really quick. And, and I'm blown away at, because we test that. We see how we see the text bubbles of how they're communicating. We see the whole conversation. And I mean, I feel like I'm just sitting on the front porch with those people and it's just a normal conversation. Uh, the language that they use, the speed, how fast they are. So we're fanatical about that. And to any contractor listening to that, you've absolutely got to get fanatical about that. Uh, because if you don't, you're going to lose a tremendous amount of business right there at the front door of your company. So you guys, so you guys are still using that human, like the true human interaction, and not chat bots for your chat stuff. Or are you using a variation of both? Human, human interaction. So look, you know, if this is one of your like what what you see is coming in the future and technology, yeah, you know, I'm becoming a student of chatbot GPT and everything else coming down the line. I'm not naive, sticking my head in the sand like a dodo bird, but the reality is, you know, Mr. Jenkins told me and Mr. Jenkins told us, you give people the service like they want their service. Uh, You give people sort of an old-fashioned down-home service, even with all the different channels that we have uh, with connection. Uh, don't don't change channels, by the way. Don't don't be texting with somebody and then all of a sudden, you know, you have the sales coordinator go like, well, we're going to call them to confirm the sales lead and vet it. No, 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 no. You, you got you to stay in the same channel. That's going to irritate people. So some of that we've learned the hard way, but uh, some we've been told and then, you know, we righted the ship and we got serious about doing it. But yeah, I'm all for technology, uh, but there's still a human touch. There's still a human touch. And I think that there shall be a human touch. And the day that the human touch is, is taken away, then it's going to uh, lick a little bit of the candy off my sucker because it's what makes it fun, right? It makes it fun, you know, connecting with other people and solving problems and, and being an active listener. If you've spent any time with the master that is Keith Mercurio, I mean, he he taught me so much about true active listening, Um and so you've, you've got to really get out of your own mind and hear what are people are saying and the way they're saying it and the speed and the tone. And um, and then you got to give it back to them. Uh, we started our executive team meeting this morning, uh, as we do every morning. 
but we state our core values. We're very simple. To abide by an absolute commitment to honesty, integrity, fairness, and respect for each individual. And then we shared examples. And every member of our team just couldn't wait to share examples of us living those core values or living the core purpose. Make it easy for the customer. And it was, just, it was an exceptionally good Wednesday morning where we heard just how we run the play and how we make it so easy. And the, the common thread in that, and I don't know if COVID exasperated it at all, but there are some really, really uh, shitty customer service in this world. I think it's gotten worse. Uh, I'm not certainly going to blame a younger generation. I'm not going to be that guy, but uh, I've noticed it as a consumer as well. And and dang it, we're not going to be a part of that. We're going to choose not to participate in that. We're going to give somebody a great, great human experience. Well, I want to. Uh, I completely agree. I. Uh, I had to learn. I don't know. I mean, I had to learn. Well, was, I don't know if you knew something about me, Jonathan, but um, I grew up on a, on a. I mean, I'm a farmer. I grew up from a farm, farm family, corn, soy, corn, soybeans, and um, and I'm not soft. I'm pretty, pretty like I'm. Well, I'm a, I'm a high idea. Like I, 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 I'm accomplished. I get shit done. I don't complain about it. I got blinders on, um, but I do it with. I do it with good integrity. I was raised right. Here's what I had to learn. So are my kids, um, but they they they've grown up differently. I've got four, and and what I've learned is that I can't sit and complain about any younger generation because it's not going to do me any good to be like, oh, they didn't grow up the same as me, or they're softer than this. Well, I actually had to learn how to manage that because I had to, well, like John Maxwell will say, lift your lid and like get better. And so, so rather than they complain about it, I found out how to manage it properly and then elevate it and help elevate them and find the things that connect and things like that. Because there's some, we have some really, really phenomenal employees that are 21, 22. And, um, but the one thing that you had said too, that I think was, is critical where you and I see eye to eye on a lot of those things is I, I couldn't get behind the chat bot stuff. And I had the different companies coming to me, trying to partner a strategic partner with Rhino to, to sell the chat platforms and, and I couldn't get behind it, even though I could see variations of where it could work to me, just like I have live human being listeners, right? You can, you can purchase a piece of software that listens for keyword triggers, but it's still inaccurate. It can't yeah. hear tone of call. It can't hear like in, uh, the objection setups, like and how to overcome the objections that we catch and give in our CSR assessments. A human being has to find those things. So I'm still a big fan of the human being aspect of this. And I don't know when that goes away. So I'm not fearful of it. So, right. but, you, but you, there is a lot of really great technology that's coming that's coming through that is fantastic for this business. You know, I don't know if you like the the one that kind of comes top of mind and that kind of I, I get approached with shit all the time, Jonathan. Like all the time, everybody wants to be a partner of Rhino because of the hundreds of contractors. We, you know, the drill. Um, so I listen to things that like even somewhat interest me, but like even the smart AC stuff is kind of like blows my mind a little bit and how that can help in the technology space, like the, 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 the way the thermostats are today versus the way that there's a lot of yeah. really cool stuff out there that I'm like, yeah, man, that makes a lot of sense because kind of like you, man, if I don't have to talk to somebody to get something done, it's easier for me. I don't have to talk to you to get it done. I'll just do it through my phone. Like airlines is a perfect example, but I, if I can book through a text platform or a chat platform, uh, like my barber shop, I don't even got to talk to him and just book my, my time through my phone. I'm good. Like, thank you. That was so much easier than me having to pick up a phone and call you. Huge fan of that. I don't see that that goes away, but you got to have really all the aspects, right? To try and figure out no matter which way somebody wants to get a hold of you, you got to be available on one of those channels for them to get a hold of you. Um, so I'm a fan of that too, but 
Um, I, I want to try and just wrap up with one thing. Um, and thanks again, man, for giving me <laughs> so much time because we've been on here for a minute. Um, but the story is what, <clears throat> you know, your story and the Morris Deacon story um, is like a history lesson. I'm a history buff. So I love hearing all those things because I learned so much about you that I didn't know. I didn't know about Blair, which is great. Um, you know, and in that whole story, um, I've never met Dewey, uh, I, you know, and, and I've always ever heard, heard good things about him as well. Um, but I've always heard about the story and I've always and I've never heard things bad. So and I hear everything from everybody, you know, no matter where you're at in the United States or Canada. Like if you're a player, I guarantee you I've heard some things about you. And I've never heard things bad about Morris Jenkins. And that says a lot because a lot of people find it easy to say negative shit about anybody. So, so I respect that. And, um, so my last piece of this man, and, 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 uh, and by the way, we're going to have to do this again, except we're going to have to do it while you're here, <clears throat> get you in yeah. at some point. That'd be great. And we'll pull Paul Kelly in cause he's here too. Absolutely. But, um, you know, we have this little event that, that we do annually and it's called Rhino X. And, and I know you, you know, some of your buddies been on that panel, like DG, like yeah. Geiger, I, I, I care a lot for Dave Geiger and he and I've had, have lots of great conversations and we do some business together, which is great. <clears throat> and, um, my boss, Ken, Ken Haynes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ken, Ken was, you know, Ken's here and Ken's been, Ken's yeah. actually been to two of the, two of the three. Yeah. Um, and sits on, you know, the, our legends panel. And, uh, and I was, and I was hoping, man, that you would be on that panel for us in 2024. So what do you say? You want to come out here and join us in, at Rhino X in 2024? Absolutely. Uh, I'm humbled. Thank you. Uh, I, I saw the last panel and it was, it's the who's who. In fact, just on this podcast in general, you, you, you have truly had the legends and the all-stars in our industry um minus minus dewey jenkins because he he is a goat in our industry uh he just does it quietly and humble humbly but uh i would love to come out and and be a part of that so yeah let's uh get me to phoenix and uh let, let's do it in person i love that man so much and i'll tell you what another guy that'd be great to get on this thing thing i tried so hard and i thought i had him i thought i had him hooked in was abrams i thought i was going to get abrams here um, he had given me a verbal commitment when it got close. I was chasing him down. I'm like, Jimmy, I was telling Hiller, come on, man, reach out to him and get him, get him in here. I thought I had him and then he bailed out I, because I'd never actually seen Abrams give any presentation in person ever. And so when we did the podcast, um, I was honestly, I was blown away that he still remembered his door knocking spiel and went through it on from memory. Yeah. On cue, right? And uh, I've heard Jim Abrams. Uh, I was a nobody in, in in the room years and years ago, but uh, a powerful communicator uh, with a lot of truth and honesty to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he's he, whether it's CSG or certainly Airtime Five Hundred, uh, it's got uh, some pieces of its uh, fingerprint into our success, certainly our history mm -hmm. and our DNA. So uh, yeah, he's a titan uh, in that as well. And you know, it, it's just. Um, yeah, I would love to. I, I was in a uh, a group that Kevin Comerford put together. I think you you, you know Kevin, yep. uh, service champions. We've been friends with Kevin for a long, long time. Uh, but uh, and then Leland Smith. So this is pre any of us being private equity. Uh, we could even date it even back to the mid 2010s. Uh, so pre wrench group. But I, I joined the families group. Now, uh, and at one point uh, in that group was uh, us and Ken Haynes and Mark, Mark and, and Dave. Uh, 
Kevin Comerford, Leland. So both both the service champions. Uh, in that group was Jimmy Hiller. Uh, we had Gus Santos out of Dallas, Anthony out of Kansas City. I mean, it was like the who's who group. And to see where we've evolved to today is really special and neat. Um, John Okoyan, if you know him, Southern California, Reader Hero, great, great company out there. Uh, so we've been really blessed to be a part of uh, some big groups. But uh, very humbled that you've asked me to do that. And uh, yeah, I'd love to share. I think sharing has been a big part of our success. Um, if, if somebody can hear something that we talked about today and it at least inspires them, uh, then, you know, tomorrow's going to be a really cool day. Right. Yeah, so hundred percent. Um, and thanks for saying that. Um, that's the whole purpose of this, of this podcast is to, to give back. And, and, and anybody who knows me knows that's not a cliche word that I use. Um, I do it and I give back in a big way. And in the new podcast studio, the massive wall behind me that's kind of got this huge rhino mural, mural on it in my actual personal office says the Home Services Podcast that gives back. That is its intent. And what I've been able to do is use all these relationships I've made over all these years with some of the best players in the game and the best guys I know and gals I know. And I get to take that and share that to the 10, 20, 30, 40,000 you know, people who have it download you know, any of the episodes or stream the podcast. It's, it's, so I love being able to take that and either inspire uh, educate either one because the two pillars that I learned uh, when I was launching this podcast when I was trying to fight it from a from a guy that uh, named Gary Vaynerchuk who people who listen to the podcast know I had a partnership with Gary. Whenever I started this and he talked me into it, he's like the two main things you need to focus on, Chris, is uh, entertainment and education. And if you can do both, you'll have a gold mine. And as long as you have the right connections and the right people to come on and share the right yeah. stories. Like this thing will take off and uh, sure as shit, it's become another full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, uh, excuse my French, but you're a badass at it. And uh, uh, you just because you've certainly entertained, you've got a great uh, personality. Uh, I think it's, I think it's God given and maybe you've had to shape it, but, uh, you, there's a lot of crappy podcasts in this world of just pe people spewing, uh, you know, nothing really, uh, th this is not one of them. It, it is, it is, I think the pinnacle and it's certainly in our space. So, uh, congratulations. And I think you're deserving to have a live rhino behind you, not just a mural. <laughs> rhino. You, you ought to get the real thing, man. Uh, that is, that's what you need. <laughs> I, I, I went hunting in Texas, man. Like I, I cause I, I've been there a few different times because. Uh, I refuse to buy something and put it on my wall in my cabin. I want to make sure that if I kill it, I eat it, and I take care of all those yeah. things. Uh, maybe that's the armor. I don't know. If you, I don't know, but, but I don't know if you can eat a rhino. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say I'm, I'm not eating a rhino. I'm not even killing a rhino. But no. but when I was there, and they said, "Oh, you own a company called Rhino," and they said, "Well, I know this ranch about 40 miles away that has a rhino." I'm like, "You've got to be shitting me!" I'm like, "I'm not going to yeah. hunt for a rhino. No way." But um, hey, listen, uh, good. We're going to do a follow up on this thing. So I've got you committed to Toronto X. So thank you for doing that. I'm super excited uh, for that to have you there. And I and I have an idea of some of the others I'm going to put on on that panel as well. I'm sure we'll have some that come back from this year. But um, thank you, man. Thanks for the time. And, and, oh. and congratulations, man, on, on such a uh, an incredible journey and the success that you guys have, have had. And, and I know that you um, I know I try to really be purposeful on how I use the word humble, because I feel like if Keith Mercurio hears it, he's going to call me out for using the word humble. Yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, um, but I love the way that you tell the story in such like a thoughtful, caring, intentional kind of way. And, um, and cause I believe that's who you are and that's what I've always heard. And it, and it seems to be true. So thank you for being one of the good guys in the industry, man. I really appreciate that. 
and uh, and thanks for giving me the time. Hey, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, best wishes, Chris. I'll see you out uh, next February for sure. Hell yeah! Well, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up, then, listeners. You know, like I always do with just a uh, with a, a a review that you guys gave. And of course, man, I love getting these reviews, and especially if you give a review about the guests. Like I saw one come in about Mary Jean Anderson down in San Diego from her episode that came out yesterday, which another great story uh, of a contractor. But this one is, um, oh my gosh. This one might be in your family. This one might be in your family. Um, this one is a five-star review. It says, listener from day one. And the name of the person who left it is Cool Today Man. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Great great partner down in, in Florida. Yes, sir. Jamie uh, so D, if that's you, thank you, my friend. I'll yeah. him afterwards and see if this was him. It says, if you're interested not only in the home services industry, but building businesses, people, and growing you, this is the podcast of choice. Chris and his team bring in a diverse group of participants that bring many ideas and perspectives. Great job, Rhino team. So, Jamie D, if that was you, thanks, man. If it's not Jamie D and somebody else, whoever the hell cool today, man, is, thank you for being cool today. <laughs> so, appreciate everything you guys said. Again, you know, some of the things that, that Jonathan hit on that I'll just recap on is, you know, you win the heart and the mind will follow. This was one of the Roy Williams things, and I heard that and I forgot about it. So, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, paying close attention to you know, attention to your management and building you know building good leadership obviously important to it you know build a team of people um, but don't be afraid to entertain first don't be afraid to try new things to make your business stand out that might be humorous you know that um, that maybe if it's heartfelt whatever it is think about that entertainment piece first and and uh, and legit legit you know I, I'll say this still I think the absolute best marketing strategy ever is to genuinely care. If you genuinely care about the employees, you genuinely care about the customers, you genuinely care about yourself, you'll do the right things. And if you're passionate about it, it'll come out that way. So you don't gotta fake it till you make it, right? You can actually go and, and do good shit with really great intent. So, but entertain, you gotta get their attention first or you got no shot. So Jonathan, I appreciate you so much. And to our, Thank li- you. To our listeners, as always, you don't gotta do everything, but you gotta do something. No, zero days. Listeners, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful. Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really, really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, We have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, It's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review and be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.